Hello, my friends, and welcome back to Real With the Podcast. It's been a minute since I released an episode. I decided to give myself a few weeks away from the podcast, away from the newsletter, and away from social media. I took two full weeks off of social media, and I could have gone longer per usual, but I felt like those two weeks were just the right amount of time to give me exactly what it was that I needed. And so this episode is, of course, a realness episode where I am talking about what it was that I went through. This is a solo episode, just me sitting down and explaining not only why I took time off of social media, but what happened while I was away. And I feel as though taking social media breaks has always been a major, major catalyst of change and of growth and expansion for me. In the year 2021, I took two full months off of social media. I took off the month of May and the month of October. And both of those experiences were deeply painful. There was so much suffering. But if I didn't commit to taking such a large period of time away from social media, and I need to just be clear on this, and not to say like I'm not a regular person, but it's not just me like taking a break from social media. I'm also taking a break from working in that way. And during this time away, it's not that I stop working altogether. I still have my clients. I still have my client calls, still some backend stuff to do, emails, what have you. But it's taking a break from that aspect of my job that solely lives on social media, which is sharing my entire life in a way. And I almost want to catch myself while saying that I do not share my entire life, but I share moments and pockets and little tidbits of my entire life. There isn't one aspect of my life that I go out of my way to hide or avoid. I've been talking with Casey a lot lately just about who I am and like, what the fuck I'm doing with my life because I just turned 29 and I've been running my business for around three or four years now. And even though this past year completely surpassed my expectations for it, right? I mean, of course, I had these huge dreams in my head of like, I'll get all these followers or make all this money or whatever, right? We set those big, those big goals, those like physical goals. But In truth, I kind of let this year be what it was. My intention going into 2022 was to let it be what it was meant to be and to just surrender and go with the flow and see what popped up in front of me, whether it was an opportunity or a person or just an idea. And through that, 2022 was one of the best years of my life, without a doubt, the best year of my life now that I think about it. There was so much peace and so much presence. And the thing is, there was almost no certainty. And I've begun to release the need for certainty just due to what I do for work. I own a business. And when I first launched Real With Emma, the cornerstone of my business was holistic health coaching. And it was being real through that of not just saying, eat an avocado, right? But like, let's talk about our relationship to the food on our plate and to our body. And why is it 
that we're eating avocados? And why is it that we're going to go approach a workout in a certain way? And why is it that we're friends with these people and we wear these clothes and we say these things and we act this way? My platform has always been this place for me to, yes, be of service to my community, to my clients, but also I'm being of service to myself because typically speaking, I process the majority of my life on social media. Like I do journaling myself, I do deep reflection myself, but a lot of what I do is public. A lot of that reflection is public. I'm a verbal processor. A lot of my deepest reflections are on this podcast, or I'll go live, or I'll talk in my Instagram stories, or I'll write a caption. And by running this business and and doing these things, right, I do not get paid for Instagram. I do not get paid to write a caption or to go live, or to share in my stories. Those are just the things that I genuinely am so deeply passionate about. And that's what, to me, has created the community that I am now here to serve. But going back to this piece of uncertainty, when it comes down to running this business and and providing for myself and also providing for all of you, there has to be some sort of container or offer, right? Do I have one-on-one clients, um, group programs? Am I holding a masterclass? Am I going to do live events? Am I going to monetize this podcast? Am I going to try and do something else? Like, Everything for me when it comes to stability, financial security, it it comes from what I think of and then create. There's no certainty. There's no stability, at least not yet in my business. And even though I really wanted that stability and that security in 2022, I think I found security in the uncertainty in a way. Like the only thing that I know for sure is that I have no idea what's coming next at any point in time. And I've really talked a lot about this on Instagram and I would say the past few weeks, past few months. As we head into 2023, it's like, what is next for Real With Emma? What am I going to be pouring myself into? The programs that I first created that were really in my eyes groundbreaking because they healed me and they healed the women who chose to be part of them. And I'm, I'm speaking about the Real With Project. That was my first ever offer. And what I'm trying to get to and where I'm taking this ship right now is the connection that I've made through this time off of social media and why I do what I do. Being off of social media over the holidays was so divine. It was so divine because I was thrown into situations that I typically am not in on just like a day-to-day basis. If I had chosen to take time off of social media, just say like right now, it's January 4th while I'm recording this, like for the next few weeks, I'm back into my typical day-to-day life, day-to-day routine of working from home, having the dogs, you know, Casey's working, we're just like living our life as, as humans, right? But being off of social media during the holiday season, like I said, it was so divine because these experiences that I was in, it was showing me these parts of myself that I don't get to meet or interact with on a day-to-day basis. Holiday parties, being with Casey's family, seeing old friends, 
being around my family, being alone, being back in my childhood home, going for walks around, you know, the town I grew up in. Like, that's not something I do every day. So being off of social media during the holiday season this year, I think was the most powerful and impactful decision that I could have made for myself. And I know for sure that I would not have such a beautiful start to 2023 as I've had if I didn't make that choice, if I didn't quiet the noise, if I didn't listen to my intuition, which was begging me to take a break, not just from social media, but also from work, right? Like I took a break from consuming, from being a consumer, but also from being a creator. I I gave myself so much space. And as I mentioned earlier, through this, I met so many versions of me that I don't typically meet in my day-to-day life. Like I know who I am as real with Emma. I know who I am as a fiance and as a woman who works from home and has dogs and goes grocery shopping at Whole Foods once a week. Like I was in such a routine prior to taking this time away where like I knew who I was in all of these very basic ways of living. But this holiday showed me the parts of myself that are honestly, I believe, some of the best parts of me that I can now invite into my time and invite into my day and invite back into Real With Emma. Because I think these parts of me were very much like foundational parts of who I was when I began this business, like being vulnerable. Being vulnerable. I am so raw. I am so vulnerable. I love sharing and I love being messy, and I love being imperfect, and I love inviting everyone to to witness that, because that's how I learn. I learn by living and reflecting, not judging and shaming and having regret over what I did, because I know that I'm somebody who is always doing the best I can with what I know, and with what I have available to me, and with what I understand to be true. But I'm also somebody, and this is very much a Sagittarius quality, Like what I know to be true, I hold close, but I'm not attached to it. I am so willing to be shown otherwise. I'm willing to be shown a new way or a new lens or a new perspective. I do not carry around my beliefs like like a ball and chain to my ankle. You know, I am willing to detach from everything I know to go towards something that seems more powerful or positive or beautiful or self-serving at any time. And that is what I learned this this trip. And what I really want to share with you guys, and I touched on this a little bit on social media already, um, because I posted on social media just before I recorded this podcast, I made a post of just like, hi, I'm back. And here's a little bit of what I learned. And what I shared that I'm going to talk about now is how every time I take time off of social media, it always begins with a fuck ton of imposter syndrome. Because when I when I strip away being real with Emma and all of the external validation from my clients and community being like, I love this, I love you, thanks for sharing. When I'm not checking my DMs every day and getting so much positive reinforcement and when I'm, again, I'm just not getting that validation through social media and through being real with Emma, I'm just left with myself and it's really scary and I tend to get a lot of like ickiness and shame and I feel like cringe. I'm like, wait, what the fuck? 
I'm one of those girls who shares her life on social media. How gross, how embarrassing. I'm so full of myself. Who the fuck do I think I am? Nobody fucking cares about me. Like, I I feel like I've built a house of cards and it's all coming tumbling down. That is always what I experience the first few days off of social media. Every time. I have it documented. Every time I've taken time off of social media, I go to my journal and I cry. And I'm like, what am I doing? I am so embarrassed. I feel so ashamed. Like, what's going on? But after that happens, there's this like vacancy. After I've felt through that imposter syndrome, which is very much like my inner child coming through, feeling insecure, it's my ego trying to feed me more fear, more lack, more scarcity. After all of that begins to move through me, I'm left with, like I said, that vacancy. There's this empty space. And in that empty space, I actually see my deepest self, my truest self, because that's all that's left. And so over this break, I reconnected with the truest part of me, which is vulnerable. And it's the version of me or the parts of me who want to share. And I'm naturally someone who's like, I've got something to say and I'm going to say it. And I found that by, you know, going to Casey's family holiday party and having his uncles and cousins being like, Emma, tell us what you do. And they were genuinely genuinely intrigued and curious. And something that I do that me and Casey talk a lot about this, um, when people ask me what I do, I tend to feel a lot of fear and embarrassment. And I'm like, oh my God, like, what do I say? Are they going to get it? And I've had to work through that. And I would say I'm very proud of myself and my ability to move through that because when I first started my business, I would lie and I would be like, oh, I'm, I'm a nutritionist, which like, yes, but no. You know what I mean? Like I would just give out some type of title that I thought would be most received. But this year, I started off slow, per usual. I was like, you know, I do a lot of holistic nutrition and and coaching people and mentoring people, but I, I also do spiritual work. And they were just as intrigued about the spiritual aspect of my job as they were about the nutritional piece. And I found myself talking to them and sharing with them and being vulnerable with them about myself and my my story and my past. And then I found myself answering their questions, which their questions were very much like, how do I make myself feel better? Emma, I, I really want to clean up my diet. Where do I start? Or I just want to feel better. Where do I start? And I was answering those questions, those where do I start questions with the same answers that were the foundation of my business when I first started. Like, I found myself going back to my roots this holiday season of simplicity is best. And if you want to heal yourself, you have to understand that it's an inside job. And you can heal your gut, and you can heal your hormones, and you can have the best body that you've ever had and still be fucking miserable and still suffer if you're not doing the inner work, the mindset work, if you're not committed to choosing love and forgiveness and compassion and grace over choosing to shame yourself and judge yourself and force yourself. This this time away, this holiday season, I got back to my roots in so many ways. Yes, it showed me and, and quieted the imposter syndrome by being like, Emma, you are literally the most vulnerable, loud, opinionated, 
caring, giving person. That is you. Of course you made a business around that. Of course you have clients who come to you for life coaching and guidance and spiritual mentorship. Of fucking course. I was able to be reconnected to my purpose and to my why by taking time away. Because, and I'll say like that's so important because a lot of what I deal with on a day-to-day basis just running my business is feeling a little bit, not necessarily lost, but a little bit out of touch or out of alignment with why I do what I do. After spending day after day on social media, spending day after day watching other spiritual business coaches, spiritual entrepreneurs, healers, mentors, after watching them do them and do their business day after day after day, part of me begins to be like, is that what I should be doing? Am I doing this for the right reasons? What what am I actually here for? What is my purpose? How am I of service? Sometimes I get misaligned from why I'm doing this in the first place. And so I got dropped back into my why. I got dropped back into my purpose. But as I've been kind of like alluding to and touching on, I also met these parts of myself that I think need to be brought back into Real Athema and brought back into my business, yes, but also just brought back into my life as just Emma Campania. And this is something that's been a common theme throughout my entire career and especially on this podcast. Like, it's Real with Emma versus Emma Campania. And does it always have to be one or the other? Can I tie the two together or do I need more boundaries? Does it does it need to be more time as just Emma Campania? Which I'm starting to feel like, yeah, a little bit. This holiday season, I met so many pure parts of me. Like I realized I am competitive and I am driven and I don't do it because I need to be the best. I don't do it because I want the most followers. I don't do it because I want the most money. I do it because I genuinely have this drive. I have this drive to create and this drive to share and this drive to be. And that's not just a real with Emma trait. That's an Emma companion trait. And like I'll share the one pivotal moment that like showed me this this competitive nature within me that doesn't have to be negative competitive but can be fun competitive is we were playing this card game and shout out to my brother's girlfriend Riley. She introduced this card game to our family. It's called Legretto. I'm not going to tell you how to play, just know that it's a very fast-paced competitive card game. And on Christmas Day, we were playing just like round after round after round. And we were all feeling so good. We had been like shrooming and sipping on wine, you know, glass of vino after glass of vino, feeling great. And Casey ended up winning the round of Legretto. And I punched him right in the ribs, like out of fun competitiveness, but also like, oh my God, you know, and it was just this like super raw moment where everyone burst out laughing because it was like, I don't always allow that side of me to come through. Sometimes I have to, or sometimes I feel like I have to keep it together. I have to be the real with Emma who's graceful and patient and kind. But like, those are things that I embody a lot. I love being the embodiment of grace. 
But my natural nature is actually very competitive. It's actually very fast-paced and it's very, uh, I don't know what the word that I'm looking for is, but I'm sure you guys are picking up what I'm putting down. And and I met that version of me who like is competitive. And this year for me in numerology, which I talk about a lot on this podcast, I'm entering a five-year and a huge theme of the five-year is the physical body. And I'm like, oof, I felt it back in the fall and I actually went live on social media live on Instagram and talked about how I think I want to join a gym again. And I don't think I don't think I'm going to join a gym, but I think I'm going to participate in physical activities outside my house more. Like that's really what energy I was feeling into and started like exploring while on Instagram live and and like that's just who I am, right? Like I don't I'm not always trying to say things for certain, but I love to verbally process what I'm feeling. So it's clear that this past fall, I was probably tapping into the energy of the five-year, which there's going to be a big highlight on my physical body and what I'm doing with that and being competitive and honoring my body and moving my body. Like me and Casey want to go start playing pickleball together and I'm starting to leave the house more to go to yoga and do more rhythmic flows, which is high intensity yoga and doing all of these other things that get me out of the house, get me connected to my body and that invite all of these other parts of me to the surface that I don't always get to embody on a day-to-day basis as Real With Emma, as the coach, the guide, the mentor, what have you. I talked to Casey about this, and I, I mentioned this at the beginning of the podcast, I'm realizing, and then I never followed through. But what I've been talking to Casey about a lot is just like, damn, I am this person. I am vulnerable and loud and funny, and I like to have conversations. And so much of that part of me, like all of those aspects of me, I think at some point, definitely throughout like high school and college, I I put it on the back burner because it didn't feel accepted and it didn't feel safe. But I realized that I'm still kind of doing that in a lot of ways and I'm not inviting that part of myself to be part of my business. And I'm, I'm still trying to separate it or I don't, I still don't feel safe being that way because then I'm scared of someone judging real with Emma. Like, I want to put this in a different way. I'm like scared And I feel fear that if I go out and get drinks with somebody or I go hang out with people and I'm my truest self, which is like loud, wild, crazy, opinionated, I will talk about literally anything under the sun. I get scared that if people see all of me, that it's going to take away from who they think Real With Emma is. And that's it. Like I could go mic drop right now. I, I, and I'm realizing now it's like, uh, why am I doing that to myself? Why am I doing that to myself? All of me, all of me is real with Emma. That's the whole motherfucking point. That's why I started this shit in the first place. And isn't it crazy that I have to keep coming back on this podcast? I have to keep taking time off of social media to return back to this knowing. I guarantee you, I had this same epiphany last year. But maybe that's the point. Maybe that's the fucking point. Maybe the more that we are plugged into the noise and the chaos of what everyone else in the world is doing, the more we get pulled away from this knowing. 
And that's probably part of the journey. And that's okay. I'm not a bad person. I'm not a bad mentor. I'm not a bad coach, bad friend, bad human for being misaligned from this why, from being misaligned from this epiphany. Because you know what? I appreciate this shit so much more now that I'm having this revelation, now that I am talking through it, now that I have this certain level of contrast. I know what it feels like to live in that fear and to be scared of being judged and to not allow all of myself to show up fully as real with Emma, especially on this podcast. Oh my God. This is just like where I have to pivot next. Do you know how many episodes of this podcast that I have promised you that I still will not record because I'm scared to go all in, because I'm scared of being judged, because I think that maybe I should just do something like what? Make the podcast, Emma. Sit down and speak your truth. Do it. Do it. I continue to get positive feedback. I continue to get DMs of people who are like, Emma, when you just sit down and share your story, I love it. I love it. I want the realness. I want the juice. I want the tea. I want the messiness. Sometimes I record an entire podcast episode and then I sit there and I'm like, did any of that make sense? Did I ever land the plane? Did I ever say anything important? Or was that just a ton of word vomit? You know, I second guess myself. There are so many podcast episodes that I have fully recorded but won't release because I don't trust them. I don't trust that they're good enough. And so this year I'm like, ooh, where is that coming from? It's probably because I sat down to record only allowing certain parts of me to be present. I only wanted the thoughtful, graceful, smart, and eloquent Emma to record the podcast. But I'm thinking, and I know, I'm feeling, that the key is just being all of me. It's being every version of me that ever existed. It's being all of who I am in this moment. And that's what I'm looking forward to as I move forward with this podcast in 2023, because I've been doing it. I've been putting out an episode a week. I've had on beautiful, amazing guests and the episodes that are here for all of you to listen to, I love. The only reason that they're being given to you is because I fully believe that they're going to be of service to this world, to you, to this community. But like, wow, this time away. And it was only two weeks, only two weeks. And to be honest, it felt like a month. It felt like two months. I felt like a year. It felt so spacious because ah, that's just what presence feels like. Presence feels spacious. And I am, am, am not present when I'm fully immersed in my phone. I know that. And what's funny, and I'll share with you, is right before I went to record this podcast episode, I was shown just how much social media and scrolling and consuming impacts my ability to actually feel connected to my own intuitive voice, my most pure self, my my soul's essence, like all of the parts of me that make me me. It's actually really hard to connect to that when I'm consuming on social media. So 
Today, we just got back from a few days away. Casey surprised me for my birthday and he had booked like a little ski trip up north, which was one of the most thoughtful and kind gifts that he has ever given me. We found this place that was dog friendly, so we got to bring the puppies with us and Casey learned how to ski. We were both unplugged this entire holiday. He also deleted social media, which was so great to be able to do it with him. So we both spent a lot of time off our phone. We both learned a lot about ourselves. We both learned a lot about each other. But what I was saying, getting back to just how powerful social media is, both positively and negatively, on our drive back home today, it was like an hour and a half drive, I decided, well, I told Casey, I'm, I'm downloading Instagram. I'm going to snap a few pictures, let everyone know that I'm back. And then when I get home, I'm going to record a podcast episode. So that was the plan all along. So on the drive home, I was just working on my caption. And yes, my captions take like an hour to write more often than not. So I'm writing my caption. I'm not doing any actual engaging on socials. I wasn't consuming, scrolling, or answering DMs. I was just writing my caption. So then we get home. We unload the car. I come upstairs into my office. I finish writing the caption. I hit post. And at this point, I'm all jacked up. I am so excited to just sit down and record this podcast episode because I felt so connected to the message that I just shared in my Instagram caption that I knew exactly what I wanted to say on this podcast. I was ready to just pour in, word vomit, knew exactly what I wanted to say, felt so connected, so aligned. But instead of recording this podcast right away, I did a little bit of scrolling I hit post on my Instagram post, and then I was like, oh, I'll just catch up for a few minutes. So I went and I saw some of my best friends on Instagram, some of my other fellow like creators and coaches. I went and I supported them. I went to their more recent posts. I watched their stories, and then I watched a few more stories, and then I watched a few more stories. And honestly, after about five minutes, I felt so uncomfy. So I exited out. I put my phone down, and then I was like, oh, my God. All of that inspiration, all of that clarity that I had to record this podcast episode literally vanished, vanished after just five minutes of consuming other people's content and energy. I lost the momentum of what I actually had to say. Like I lost that clarity. I lost that zest, that juice. It just fucking vanished. It just went away simply because I chose to consume other people's energy in that gap between me hitting post on Instagram and hitting record for my podcast episode. And that, to me, is like the biggest lesson of all of this. Because as I was saying, when it comes to my podcast, I get tripped up. I'm like, what version of me should be there? What should I be saying? It's very clear now that this podcast should be done on a day where I've done no consuming. I should not be doing any consuming up until the point where I'm hitting record because that's when I get the most authentic version of me without what is someone else saying? How are they coaching their clients? What are they sharing with their community? What offer do they have coming out next? It's not even my fault, right? Like I'm not blaming myself. It's not like I need to just go be better. It's just very clear that both for me and for all of you who are listening, especially if you are building a business, if you're a coach, a healer, if you are being of service to this world, let this be a lesson, not just for me, but for you as well, that whether you think that this happens or not, you are influenced by what you consume. Your energy is impacted by what you consume. 
it is going to take a toll on your ability to be all of you, authentically you. And this, I think, is what holds so many people back from showing up is because they know somewhere deep down that they're probably not connected to their most authentic self, but they want to show up. But then when they do show up, their energy has been pulled in in the direction of what everyone else is doing. And so then they show up and it feels sticky or it feels icky or it feels heavy or it feels misaligned or like, is that really how I want to show up? And so if you feel like you're ever caught in that in-between of, I want to show up, but it doesn't feel good when I do, it's most likely because you are filled with the energy of other people. And in order to find that clarity and find the excitement to show up as yourself, you need to quiet the noise of everybody else. You just need to. And every time that I've taken time off of social media, I always know this. I always have this epiphany of, I feel so great when I'm not consuming other people's energy. But then it's like day after day, slowly but surely, I'm doing so much consuming. I'm doing so much consuming. And whether we want to admit it or not, and you know, to be frank, it's not even in our control, but it impacts our ability to show up fully as ourselves if we are constantly taking in the words, the wisdom, the tips, the tricks, the hacks, the workouts, the meals, and the thoughts and opinions of all of these other people on social media. And as I've said, Everything that I've talked about, like these lessons, they've dropped in before. They've dropped in when I was 25, 26, 27, 28 years old, but now I'm 29 years old and I'm a little bit further into my business. And the way that this lesson is landing for me now is just making it very clear that I need to put boundaries in place. I need to put boundaries in place with how much I consume, but I also need to be more mindful about when I'm choosing to share. Am I sharing immediately after doing a lot of consuming? Because then what am I really sharing? Is it really me? Or is it this pressure to share because I just saw other people share? Am I sharing from my truth? Or am I sharing from like the influence of what I just consumed? You know what I'm saying? It feels a little bit more permanent, I guess, this lesson. It's completely changed the way that I viewed how I interact with social media because it's been so clear how influenced I am about how I view myself, how I view my worthiness, how I view my impact, how I view my community, how I view possibility. All of that is so negatively influenced by social media. And while I'm here, I'll say, Those things are also positively influenced by social media at certain points too. So it's it's fully understanding that I'm going to be navigating this forever. And I'm not recording this podcast to say, that's it. I figured it out. Now I know exactly what to do. Now I know exactly how to protect my energy. Now, like, no. But now I understand deeper and with so much more certainty that this isn't something I can continue to put on the back burner and forget about and be like, oh, I will take a break. I need to take more. I need to take breaks more often. I need to have more boundaries with my phone, with what I'm sharing, what I'm consuming, what have you. But I also need to hold myself accountable. I need to allow all of these parts of me, as I said, that I was able to meet over the past few weeks. I need to invite her into Real With Emma, especially onto this podcast and even into my client work. 
And I need to invite my full self to be present in social situations and when I'm with family and when I'm with friends and when I'm just like living my life. I get to be all of me all the time. And I think up until this point, I was kind of trying to pick and choose like what part of me would be most accepted here especially socially. What part of me would be most accepted here? I was scared to be too real with Emma. I was scared to be too spiritual, too deep. I was also scared to be too opinionated and too loud and too sure of myself. But it's like, ah, like for fucking what? (laughs) For what? I'm so done giving my energy to caring what people think. I'm so done giving my energy to fear. I'm done giving my energy to the what if What if someone meets me and thinks that I'm a fucking bitch and then they're like, why is she real with Emma? She's fake. She's a fraud. Like that. Oh, my God. And that's a fear because I've actually dealt with that. I've I've dealt with so much pushback from people who thought that they knew me in high school or in college being like, what is Emma doing? Because they never knew the real me. And so this one point that I want to really drive home that this time off social media showed me is that, no, like, this is me. Real with Emma, being so willing to be vulnerable and share my truth and wanting to help other people do the same, wanting to show people that they can change their fucking lives, that is me. And that's actually always been me. Everything else was just noise. Everything else was just a facade. Everything else was just the ego. My truest, purest self loves this shit. And so as I was talking about earlier with that imposter syndrome taking over the first few days of this like holiday break for me, it was replaced by this itch to help people, this itch to be vulnerable, this desire to be competitive, this desire to be fun and free and loose and to be opinionated and to tell stories and to connect so deeply with the people who surrounded me, to have beautiful conversations with my family and my friends. Like, that is me. When everything got stripped away, what remained was my passion for this work which is how I know that this is what I'm supposed to be doing. So I was able to emerge from my two-week break from social media and break from having to be that version of me of like, "Ah, I'm a coach healer, this, that, and the other thing. I got to just like be Emma, just be a human, be a sister, be a daughter, be a fiance, be a friend. It showed me that I am very much aligned with my soul's purpose. And that really helped to quiet the imposter syndrome. And it really helped to quiet the fear of judgment. And most importantly, it really reconnected me to why I'm doing it so publicly, choosing to help other people, choosing to call women into my world who are ready to change their lives, and having more certainty and faith and trust than ever in my ability to help people. Because that's also a huge part of imposter syndrome is like, who the fuck have I even helped? What am I even doing to make this world a better place? There's so much that gets wrapped up in the imposter syndrome and so much of it is fueled by what we see on social media and what I'm seeing other people do. I'm like, maybe I need to do this or maybe I should be helping people in that way or I should stop doing it this way. All of that got quieted 
and all that was left was my truth. And now I get to step into 2023 in that truth with so much more mm, excitement and confidence for what I'll do this year in my business. Still not necessarily knowing. I have one idea that I think I'm going to take action on in the next few days. Just something light and something fun to kick off the new year. And you'll see that. You'll see that come to life in the next few weeks. But other than that, I'm still in this place of I don't know. And that's okay. I'm finding security in the uncertainty and knowing that I'm not like most people. And it's not like, oh, I'm unique. Like, I'm different. It's, oh, I'm unique. I'm different. So why do I keep trying to fit myself into the box of what everyone else is doing, even though I preach all the time, fuck the box. Your uniqueness is your superpower. I preach that. I know that. But I have to start living that too. Because it's so easy to get swept up in the noise and it's so easy to be like, well, this is what everyone else is doing. So maybe that's what I should be focusing on and that's what I should be doing. It's like, oh, around and around we go. You know, I'm not mad at myself. I'm not mad at myself. And I completely forgive myself for being on the carousel ride because it looks so pretty and it looks so shiny and everyone else is on and it looks like they're having the best time and they're making the most money and they're doing everything right. But that's not the ride for me. Because every time I try and join in on that, I feel so disconnected and fearful and like not myself. And so to end this podcast episode, to end this realness episode, which again, I'm just here to verbally process if you took a lesson from it, if it helped you find clarity in any way, I'm so glad. I want to end this with just a note of love. I just want to say thank you for being here. Thank you for always holding space for me. There is more to come in 2023. And I'm learning not to promise more than I can deliver because I love promising. That's I've learned a Sagittarius thing. Because in the heat of it all, I feel like I can do a million things at once. I want to promise you a million new offers and a million new podcast episodes and a million new things. And I'm going to do all of these things for you because I genuinely want to. I so badly want to be of service. I so badly want to leave an impact to get people to think differently and through that end up changing their lives. And so sometimes I get ahead of myself and I'm like, I'm going to do all of these things and it feels so good as I deliver the promise, but I'm learning that even though I want to do all of these things, I don't actually have the energy to do all of these things at least all at once. And so this year, 2023, for me, I'm challenging myself, make less promises. <laughs> make less promises of what you're going to do in the future and of what's to come. And just start focusing on where you are now and what you feel called to do now and maybe more so of what I'm moving through now, which is one of the foundational parts of my business. It's been me showing up and talking about what I'm going through, even if it doesn't relate to health or wellness or spirituality. I mean, I think everything relates to spirituality, but you get what I'm saying. I I, I just... Mm, 
I feel reconnected to my roots. I feel reconnected to myself. I feel reconnected to my why. I've learned a lot of lessons. I have so much more clarity. I have so much more excitement. And I have all of you guys to thank for this. I really do. I really, really, really do. This community, which I logged onto Instagram today and see that our community has now grown to 13,000 people. And I say that because like Instagram is my community. TikTok, if you found me from TikTok, I'm glad that you came over to Instagram and that you came to the podcast. But that's not that's not where my heart is. My heart is really on Instagram. And I'm excited for what's to come this year. And I'm so excited to continue growing with all of you and sharing with all of you and, and learning with all of you. It's just like the gift that keeps on giving. And I'm feeling so good as we head into this year. I'm so excited to meet all of the new community members. I'm so excited to meet all of the new women who step into my world, whether it is for mentorship, whether it is for just spiritual guidance and healing and and health and wellness, like you fucking name it. I am just eager, but also patient. And that feels like a juicy combo that I've never experienced before. So with that being said, I'm going to let you go. I hope that this episode found you in a beautiful place and a happy, happy new year. Uh